Good morning, everybody. Welcome to everybody's favorite new show on the Red Pill Project, Morning Coffee. I'm your host, Vince Tagliavia, live with you every Monday through Friday at 8.30 a.m. Pacific Time, 11.30 a.m. Eastern Time to talk about various news and events of the day. So welcome and thank you all for tuning in this morning. We'll get right into things here in a moment. Uh, make sure you tune in tonight at 5.30 p.m. Pacific time. I'll be hosting The Daily Dose for Josh as he's got something that's come up. So please tune in. Give me that, that support, and we'll talk about the unfolding global conspiracy and continue this, this uh, process of uh, putting all the pieces together. So I hope to see you guys then as well. Good morning, Jenica, and shout out to all the new followers. I hope you all are doing well. Thanks for following. I hope you're enjoying the shows. If you are new, please follow and like and do all the things and enjoy the shows. After this program, we have uh, Naturally Inspired hosted. um, uh, We have Naturally Inspired podcast coming up after this. And it's a wonderful show, so please tune in. That's hosted by Tammy Cuthbert Garcia. And she talks largely about health and various breaking stories and has wonderful interviews. <clears throat> Yesterday, she interviewed Dr. Joseph Ladapo. You can find that on our channel, and you could stay tuned for the next episode. We've also got Unrestricted Warfare with James Grundvig, as well as <clears throat> his Bible show as well, um, Beyond the Bible, which is pretty great. Great reviews, so enjoy those. And more, <clears throat> excuse me, and more to come. I'm still not 100% well. I'm on the, I think it's on the men's. I think I'm getting better. My sore throat's not as bad as yesterday. So, uh, just, you know, hopefully on the tail end of this thing, man. It's been pretty rough, I tell you. Anyway, <clears throat> I think I'm getting over that hump, which is wonderful. I love it. We're going to talk a little bit, a little bit about health to start off today, <clears throat> and then we'll get into a little bit more news. And I'm quite excited. Actually, we have quite a bit of health stuff to go over. So that's okay. I enjoy the topic. I think it's an important one. And so that's what we're going to do. And then we'll get on with it from there. All right. Let me check the chats. Then we'll jump right into things, folks. Let's see. I called today's show Neurotyrannical Programming. And it was just a word I made up. It's kind of like a play on neuro-linguistic programming where they use words to infiltrate your subconscious and mind-control people. It's real. And this is neuro-tyrannical programming. And it's just a focus on that same kind of idea except where you use a tyrannical regime and government and people people that hold some kind of perceived power in the mind of citizens in order to manipulate control and... uh, you get what we see all around us. Crazy people. Oh, we have to wear a mask, otherwise we can't do this and can't do that. Yeah, it's interesting. Reminds me of the authority experiments that have been done. Good morning, Qtara. Good to see you. Good morning, Black Jester. Thank you for the donation over there. Appreciate it. What's going around is brutal. Half the world is night says, yeah, you know, and I'm particularly concerned with mine. I'm trying not to get psyched out, but man, does it get concerning when you have inflammation for two weeks straight 
and that's not going away. So we'll see. Hopefully it's over now. Uh, who was the chiropractor you and Josh had on a few weeks ago? I wanted to replay it, but couldn't find it. Yeah, uh, I think I saw your message. Maybe it was somebody else trying to find that episode. A good place to find it is on Rumble. I could do that and repost it on the social red pill after this show. Uh, when I was looking for it the other day, Rumble was down when somebody else had asked me, and I haven't gone back to find it. I don't recall. I'd have to go back and find that episode. But that was a good one. <clears throat> Okay. Well, let's get into it, folks. This is wild. So I saw this story. I wanted to share it. <clears throat> let's go ahead and look at this naturalnews.com article. World's first self-amplifying COVID-19 vaccine has been approved in Japan, despite lack of safety data. And what I thought they were talking about here was kind of like what we saw already with the spike uh, proteins being shedded on each other from the first vax everywhere, but that's not exactly it. They say here, Japan has given the stamp of approval to a pioneering self-amplifying mRNA vaccine, despite the Darth evidence, Darth of evidence that is that it is safe of uh, and or effective. The Japanese company Masika Pharma is behind the vaccine, which is known as the Costave SA mRNA COVID-19 vaccine and is considered the first in the world of its kind. It works by self-amplifying after being delivered into the body's cells. Hmm. This leads to what they claim is a strong immune response and the potential for extended duration of protection. When conventional mRNA vaccines are injected into the body, the mRNA tells cells to create a specific protein which, spur which spurs an immune response. With self-amplifying mRNA vaccines, multiple mRNA copies are made, which creates even more spike protein. And if the current mRNA vaccine has taught us anything, it's that this is unlikely to end well. This is going to cause an even larger immune response, an even greater dose of what I consider vaccine-induced AIDS, where they don't stop creating these spike proteins, and your immune system doesn't stop sending its soldiers throughout your body to, to fight it off. It's sending little soldiers to your brain, to your kidneys, to your heart, to your tissues, to all your organs every day. So when you do get sick, well, that part of your immune system is a little busy. All right. And then you get a litany of issues like infections of the lung. I don't know. Maybe something like white lung could happen. This is just horrible that they're doing this stuff, man. Much like the traditional mRNA COVID-19 vaccines forced upon the world in recent years, the plan for these vaccine vaccines is to convince people they need two doses of primary immunization followed by boosters. Yeah, they're so effective and such a great concept that you're going to need to take one and then another and then another and then another still. And it says the lack of testing raises raising concerns. One of the biggest concerns is the lack of testing the jab has undergone. There was a trial that took place from December 2022 to February 2023 involving 828 individuals. To put this into perspective, 40,000 people took part in the phase three study for Pfizer's COVID-19 vaccine. So this, the study for this jab is even dwarfed by Pfizer's COVID vaccine jab. So that's just horrible. We know their study was severely insufficient, according to many people. 
and not just people like me who are dimwits, you know, that just kind of do their best to know what the heck's going on. I'm talking according to real doctors and professionals when it comes to health. They go on to talk about the potential side effects according to some studies and whatnot. <sighs> Good God. Unbelievable. <clears throat> yeah. That was Beyond X. I'll look on Rumble. All right, and I'll try to get back to you today. I think all the dopes, uh, this is half the world is night. I think all the dopes going out and getting the flu jab is why everyone is so sick. Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. It's really hard for me to, to figure out what's going on with me personally. Um, it's really hard to say. And nobody else, I haven't gotten anybody else sick, which makes me really, um, I'm glad nobody else is getting sick. But at the same time, I'm like, if I just have a normal virus, maybe it's not contagious or maybe their immune systems are fighting it off. Or what if I have like a bigger underlying issue where it's not, where it's like, um, I don't know, something else that's just in me uh, that scares the shit out of me. Oh God. Anyway, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna like focus on that right now, but I do hope to uh, get testing done and figure out my health stuff, especially as I start feeling better. I can start exercising again soon. Um, although I did the other day, that was probably a bad idea. I want to do a uh, health challenge with uh, at least one of the Red Pill family members, Lisa. Uh, we're going to probably wait till January, which is when also our book club is going to start going too. We're reading Lord of the Rings over on the social Red Pill, and we're going to have groups and talk about it. It's going to be really fun. We're going to dive into the symbology and all this stuff. It's going to be great. So if you want to read the uh, Lord of the Rings trilogy with us, you can join the social Red Pill. And uh, we'll start that, that up in January. But I want to do a health challenge with Lisa. And she wants to do, she proposed 100 sit-ups a day for like a month straight challenge. And uh, I wanted to start on Monday, but I just, this damn sore throat and inflammation thing kicked up. And I was like, Lisa, I really shouldn't. I need to wait. I am taking the mushrooms, Qtara. I am taking the mushrooms, and I started taking them after one week of having this because I just got them in, and it went away. I didn't have a sore throat yet. I just had this these horrible tension headaches, soreness in my neck, soreness in my shoulders and neck, swelling on my lymph nodes. I took the mushrooms, and the swelling went down massively. My headache went away within hours, and I was just, like, astonished. I was like, what is going on? Are you serious? Oh, my gosh, am I better? And then two days later, a sore throat came, the swelling came back, and I'm continuing to take them. But uh, it's been a week with a sore throat now, and it's getting better, luckily. But it seems to be getting better. Um, but, yeah, mushrooms, I like it. I like it. Doing a lot. I'm doing a lot of stuff try to keep this keep this at bay but thank you Qtara. mushrooms are fantastic all right i need those shrooms half the world is night said well there's a lot of options out there um they have coffee they have a coffee mushroom blend even redpills.tv slash coffee or coffee c-o-f-f-e-e redpills.tv slash coffee has that if you just want the supplement you could get it at redpills.tv slash mushroom um 
<clears throat> somebody on the platform uh, well, a lot of people are actually giving it to their animals too. They have a version that is designed specifically for animals, redpills.tv slash pets. And uh, it's a mushroom blend for animal health. And somebody's animal had some kind of sore on the, on its limb. And it was an open sore, kind of a growth, maybe like a tumor type thing or something. And it looked pretty gnarly. And they posted a before and after picture of just a week of using these mushrooms on their, I think it was their cat, and saw a dramatic uh, decrease in the size of the injury and wound started to heal after just one week. And there's a lot of wonderful stories like this, not just with animals, but with people as well with taking these mushrooms. Uh, I even when I, yeah, I even talked to people locally about it because I live in like a largely a retired community and i try to help these people out a lot of them are are you know victims of this neurotyrannical programming creepy society we live in and i try to give them some health tips and things because they think oh i'm good i took all my jabs or whatever and actually i'm surprised a lot of people know about mushrooms and i'm so glad i'm so glad uh talk about uh great health revolution yeah all right yeah redpills.tv slash mushroom there's links in the description for that let's move on let's talk about this this is kind of interesting talk about neuro uh things affecting the brain or some kind of manipulation natural news published this people who got covid jabbed are now displaying major personality changes Stemming from vaccine-induced neurological damage, experts warn. Unbelievable. At an International Crimes Investigative Committee session held earlier this month, a handful of experts on the subject, many of whom you well know, discussed the matter of personality changes that have occurred in people who got vaccinated for the Wuhan coronavirus, COVID-19. Attorney Dr. Rainer uh, Fulmick interviewed Professor uh, Dr. Sukarit Bhatki, uh, Bhakti, Professor Dr. Karina Rice, Dr. Naomi Wolf, and Dr. Peter Bregan about various matters concerning COVID jabs, including what they're really for, what they're doing to people, and what future vaccines will look like based on the emerging mRNA or modified RNA, according to some, technological framework. Dr. Wolf, an author and journalist, talked specifically about the post-injection breaking of people's will and what it looks like in the current state of the world. Dr. Bregan expanded upon this by highlighting the disturbing parallels between the effects of mRNA on the human mind and lobotomization practices of old. Isn't that when they would like scramble your brains, lobotomy? I could be wrong on that. What is a lobotomy? Um, but that's interesting that Dr. Wolf says that it breaks their will. And it reminds me of the VMAT2 gene, which they call the God gene, which they claim that the, uh, the jab blocks the receptors responsible for allowing that all to function properly. Yeah, a lobotomy is when they sever connections in the brain's prefrontal cortex manually. Oof. Anyway, it, yeah, it reminds me of the VMAT2 gene being disabled. Maybe that's 
changing people's personalities, huh? <clears throat> My gosh. Um, Forrest, if you want to send me another message on X, I'll definitely see that and, and help you find that in case I forget. Anyway, let's move on. We have horribly sad news. I mean, this stuff is never ending. People being victims of these jabs. And I don't care if they're libtards or what, or, you know, it's just, I think a lot of people have unknowingly waltzed into this situation. Uh, maybe even some people who've listened. It's like, I know a lot of people who are awake, but had to make a decision. Either I could, you know, keep working and pay my bills or lose everything and risk losing my kids, risk losing my home, all this kind of like, kind of ultimatum where it's like, it's a very hard decision to make. And I mean, maybe in some parallel reality or some reality not far from this one, I got jabbed because I remember like the pressure of the workplace and the coercion in order to put a mask on, get a jab, all these things. And luckily I was in a position where the worst that could happen is I fuck myself over. It's not like I had... Um, a whole, whole structure underneath me that would tumble as well, being kids and family and a spouse. I kind of was able to say, you know, what's the worst that happens? It's just me. I don't, I'm not really affecting anyone else. You know, it's a little bit easier, but some people had to make that decision. And we see this continuing to happen. Even people we love, we've seen passed away. Many of us, even red pill family members have been victims of not just the jab, but the uh, things like remdesivir and the failed, in my opinion, the failed medical system that we have, largely failed, uh, at least. Uh, we have a Canadian journalist who called for the unvaccinated to be put in concentration camps, die suddenly at the age of 33. Ian Vendelli has died after being hospitalized and declared neurologically dead, his family revealed. Vandelle, Vandelle worked as a reporter and editor for the at the Financial Post. He was also a producer at BNN Bloomberg for over a decade. Vandelle advocated for vaccine passports, strict mandates, and called for anyone who refused to get vaccinated for COVID to be fired. Yeah, despite all that, it's still, like I said, a horrible situation. Um, we see this every day. 33 years old, folks. And we see this statistic here, naturalnews.com. Heart failure spiked 1,000% among pilots in 2022. Pentagon data show. And we've heard story after story after story of a you know, co-pilot having to take over a plane, pilots being incapacitated during flights, and all sort of near-miss events. And this is putting our whole industry at risk, man. People don't want to fly, although that's not stopping people from traveling this holiday. I'll tell you, I saw that this um, holiday season will have record number, numbers of people traveling. So I guess that's good for the economy and everything. But considering all of the uh, terrorist threats out there, the alleged terrorist threats at least that are being portrayed to us, um, by all these different agencies. <clears throat> it's a little concerning. Qtara, 
um, says, has anybody noticed how much weight the jabbed are putting on? Everyone I know that took it has gained large amounts of weight. Hmm, I haven't particularly noticed that, Qtara. Um, you know, a lot of the people that are jabbed around me, um, I'm trying to think of all the people. I could think of like a lady who hasn't gained weight. She's pretty thin. Um, but I know fat guy too. Like I know fat people, but not people that were thinner than gained weight. So no, I haven't particularly noticed that, but I noticed that there's just fat people in general, which I think is horrible. I think uh, especially like morbidly obesity is just a huge, a huge issue. I haven't noticed it with anyone I know that got the death dart, Jenica says. Thank you, Kimbalov, uh, Kamilov Camille, for following. I appreciate that. Okay. Uh, and thank you, Forrest, for the cookie. Appreciate it. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. Jesus says, I look tired. I pray you're feeling better. I'm sure you're hydrated. Uh, because you believe in taking good care of your health. Yeah, I, I do try to stay hydrated. I did not sleep that much last night. Um, I was up late uh, trying to take care of myself. And so I had trouble sleeping last night. But yeah, I have actually gotten a really good sleep this week aside from last night for the most part. And I was looking good yesterday, but now I, I guess I look okay. But yeah, I certainly am tired. And I, I didn't wake up as early as I normally do because I stayed up so late. And uh, that's what you're seeing there. Appreciate your prayers and everything. Uh, back at all of y'all, by the way. All right. Um, Black Jester said, actually, it's the opposite where I'm at. A lot of people are losing weight like crazy. Hmm. Jenica. Okay. Oof. <laughs> All right, folks, let's move on here. What else we got? This is interesting. This kind of goes to the people waking up a little bit. Uh, and we were talking about this kind of goes to wait a little bit. This lady has noticed something. Let's see what she's noticed. And, and I think a lot of you can uh, relate and have noticed the same thing. This is a libtard. I am sick. I I am sick I because I, I will go out in public and see today's young men, and I'm just like something's not clicking for me. Something's just not doing it for me. I've been single for four years, um, but then I'll go to the thrift store, and you know those like little buckets that have like the old photos in them. Yeah, I'll look through those, and I'm like, whose grandpa is this? Because he was so fine. Okay. Like my grandpa who was in World War II, not him. Okay, Re let, give me a second. My grandpa who was in World War II, a fighter pilot, he was alive until a few years ago and he was wonderful. And when he passed away, I was the one who was like, give me all these family photos, like give me everything, like give me the photos. So I have photos of him and his squadron, I think you call it. They were the real, t like they were so fun. Not my grandpa, but the men that he was flying and working with. They were so handsome and I don't know what it is, like, I really don't. And then I'll see those TikToks of the men, like the actors from the 60s, the 50s and the 60s, and they were so handsome. I don't know, maybe it's just the way they dressed, but like, I don't like old men, I love young men. I just love young men back then, you know. 
I don't think it's the way they dressed. I think that that helps. Dressing nice helps you be more attractive in some ways. But, you know, if you're 500 pounds, it doesn't matter how you dress. You're going to appear to be 500 pounds, which I'm not saying is a trait that makes you uh, hideous or ugly or anything like that. And, uh, you know, I can relate to somebody who's overweight. That's for sure. But I think the difference is diet and exercise um from the 50s and 60s to today and i think we started seeing the collapse of that and the abuse of that from then till now and it's simply that i mean jfk talked about it we need to implement some some exercise for our young people we need to have healthier diets i think food was more nutritious back then i was telling i think yay that i made a uh chopped salad and one of the things i put in it was a low quality bell pepper okay and this bell pepper was just void of flavor it was just crunchy water it didn't have any flavor and i'm just thinking to myself this is probably exactly that this is probably just crunchy water with chemicals on the outside and was absolutely disgusted and i've actually heard i don't know how true it is but I've heard that the nutrients of some things is so much less than it was back in the day. I'm talking like broccoli is less nutritious and this kind of thing. Excuse me. Um, and then Qtara says that, yeah, I think the stat showing that testosterone and sperm counts are plummeting shows why. Hmm. But there was a difference between people back then and people today. Uh, obesity starts at a very young age now, and people are less active, and they're eating worse uh, diets that are comprised, comprised of um, processed foods from a very young age. And that's the problem, in my opinion. That's the only connection I can make. And these poor women out there trying to you know, find love are noticing. They're like, all these guys are fucking ugly or unattractive what is going on sad state of affairs and it's the women too you know they've got the same overpriced poisons in their stores and sedentary lifestyles where they've got to do like i'm doing now and sit at a desk you know as soon as this show ends i get the hell up and i start moving a little bit even when i am sick i still i get the blood going you know, we got to limit our time sitting. Sitting is like a death sentence. We cannot just sit on our asses all the time. So make sure you do a little bit of, do a little, little something. I don't care if you just like, just hop around a little bit. I don't know. Anyway, this is a problem. Pfizer stock hits a new low for 2023. They've been, they're down yesterday, as of yesterday, down 40%. 48% on the year, which is wonderful. People are very happy. Pfizer's doing horribly now. Great news. It means everybody's everybody's taking their profits from the COVID scam. Food wasn't effed with. You saw it here, says, yeah. Not as much, at least. They were starting to get creepy at that point. But, man... We've got a lot of work to do with our with our um, culture and our food infrastructure and the way we grow things. Luckily, some people are really taking a stand, re refusing to jab their farm animals, refusing to utilize certain seeds, 
and it's a tough world out there for farmers and all these things but there's a market there is a market for good quality food out there i tell you i tell you i mean there really is and if we all just grew a little bit more i think we'd be in a much better shape too i want to grow i would love to be a farmer that's like my dream. It's a lot of work. Even just the small gardens that I try to manage is a lot of work. But I would love to just to commit all my time to a farm. How cool would that be? This was a really interesting story. Reported by Josh Sigurdsson, World Alternative Media. And he is a independent reporter who's done a lot of work man. He's traveled the world. He's made little documentaries and covered a lot of stories. I started following him just before COVID. And he released this video and I was like, oh my gosh. He says, according to Josh Sigerson here, shocking new ultrasound vaccine. They can now beam people with poison. Josh Sigurdsson reports on the new findings by scientists at ASA, the Acoustical Society of America, who claim you can vaccinate a person with ultrasound technology. ASA claims it would lower side effects and would be great for people afraid of needles. The idea that it would have no side effects without any studies whatsoever digging into side effects is insane. Also, Needleless medicating opens a huge dystopian door to possibly be used without the subject's knowledge, much like frequencies are often used by intelligence agencies like the CIA to manipulate a person's mood or health. This has been thoroughly documented, and the CIA admits it continues to do this. They admit it. they have and continue to do this. Frequency warfare is a very real and growing problem that we must reject and fight against. In future 15-minute cities with CBDCs and social credit, imagine how dangerous such technology could be in stifling resistance. In this video, we break down this absolutely absurd and dangerous technology. Stay tuned for more from Wham! World Alternative Media. Um, and they link some of the stuff below i'll retweet this if you guys want to watch this full video it's 22 minutes long but an interesting one nonetheless uh shout out to josh sigurdsson out there doing great work <laughs> qtara on the food says there is but it's so expensive that you can't afford to buy it yeah you know i i hear you i um to me it's worth it I'm not rich by any means, but I work hard in order to get the things that I want. And whether that's paying an extra dollar fifty for a better quality bunch of berries or something, I, I generally do it most of the time if it's available. Occasionally, I'll settle for some lower quality bullshit, but when I can, I'm getting good quality and I'll pay a little bit extra. Um, I figured... Things are so expensive anyway. What's an extra dollar or two? And it does make a difference, but I'll, you know, I'll I'll pick up another gig or something. Make ends. I'll make it work some somehow. This is sick. 
Doritos has rolled out a $65 bottle of nacho cheese flavored liquor that tastes like the real thing. You kidding me? Doritos liquor. Ugh. Yeah. And and you know what worries me is people love Doritos. I think Doritos are like one of the, they're full of preservatives. I somebody told me a story where um one of their coworkers got injured and lost their finger. And the finger got che uh, uh Dorito dust all over it. And the, when the doctor went to go reattach the finger, cleaned it off and re and they're like they're like, I really don't know if we should do this. This might not take. And then if it doesn't, if your body rejects it, you're gonna we're gonna have to chop it back off, basically. And they still went and did it, reattached the clean finger that was covered in Dorito dust, and it was like remarkable at how well it healed and reconnected. And the person who told me the story, they said, Well, did you know that Doritos is covered in preservatives? I think that maybe those preservatives helped actually preserve the finger while it was disconnected. And that way, when it was cleaned off and reconnected, it just really did well. And that blew my mind. It's just a theory out there. Okay. It could be total bullshit, but I just thought it was interesting. One thing that I find very concerning about things like Doritos and then this product too, or Doritos liquor, which by the way, it makes me want to vomit just thinking about it. There's this, this brainwashing. It goes back to the neurotyrannical programming. I mean, people are just crazy for these processed foods. And I see it even amongst the awake community where it's just, it's cool to love Cheetos. I saw somebody, one of the, I don't know if it was a memer or one of these people on Twitter basically responding to something about Cheetos and just being like it's because cheetos are fucking delicious they're wonderful woohoo i love cheetos and i'm just this attitude of of celebrating these horrible foods like people love this stuff man people are just in love with these different foods whether and they get addicted to specific brands and stuff like you've got your taco bell addicts you've got your mcdonald's addicts you've got your oh i love mcdonald's fries they're so good i just can't resist them people and then people who just love Doritos or or Coca-Cola or you name it, and they're just completely roped in and into it. And it could be candies. It could be all this stuff. And it's never like people are never like, I love chopped salads and free-range chicken or uh, pasture-raised chicken eggs. Woo! It's never anything like that. It's always some bullshit, horrible processed food. And it really gets on my nerves that, that culture of of celebrating these shitty poisony foods it really gets me going yeah kid billy refuses to eat that foul food i do too and you know what <clears throat> to qtara's point of things being so damn expensive it's a 65 dollars bottle of liquor which is pretty expensive um not definitely not bottom shelf but um bag of doritos is i don't know how much is a bag of doritos let me look bag of doritos um shopping let's see target sells a 9.25 ounce bag of doritos for five dollars and 19 cents target sells 
Uh, Doritos for $6.39. Okay, so five, six, Walmart, $8.99, and then that's probably uh, something else. But yeah, you know, five, six or more. For five or six bucks, uh, if you were to buy some fruits and vegetables, you could get a lot, you know, you could get a reasonable amount of stuff in comparison to what you're getting for this other crap. Yeah, it's true. So I don't know. It's just something to think about. I know, I'm preaching to the choir here. I know. I know. Anyway, let's move on then. Uh, let's talk. I guess we might just talk about health today, y'all, because I can't go much over. We got to play naturally inspired podcast, but um, I don't know. Anyway, um, people are starting to realize McDonald's is a damn scam. It's not really a scam, but it's just a horrible thing all the way around. In my opinion, people are realizing it. Wall Street Silver posted a little post on it. They said that uh, they said they asked, is McDonald's pricing themselves out of the fast food market? The reputation was for cheap food. Now people are realizing that with higher minimum wage, 15 to $20 per hour and high food costs, <laughs> Now McDonald's is costing just as much as restaurants with higher perceived quality. There are tons of video like this where people are just realizing that eating out is unaffordable. There's a huge percentage of the population that is being forced to skip eating out and start brown bagging, bagging it from home. Lots of fast food franchises and restaurants could be setting up for failure in this coming recession. And I hope there's a mass awakening of people realizing this food's shitty and bringing bagged lunches or just fasting until later in the day or something. You know, there's a lot of things people could do for their health that would work. Um, so, well, let's watch this video and then we'll talk about it. Did McDonald's get so expensive? All right. So I don't eat at McDonald's on the regular like that. So I didn't I didn't know this happened. So when I think of McDonald's, I think of dollar cheeseburger, a dollar hot and spicy, a dollar McChicken. So it's the first of the month. All the bills are paid, but I'm hungry. So I was like, you know what, I'm gonna go to McDonald's because in my mind, like I said, dollar cheeseburger, dollar McChicken. I get here and I order two cheeseburgers. And why were they each $3.29? I could have went to In-N-Out. I could have went to Chipotle. I could have went to Qdoba and paid the same thing for something actually nutritious and a little better. But I came here because I thought we were still rocking with that one, one dollar. One dollar and 15 cents. Now it's three. If I ask for sauce, are they going to charge me too? When? Yeah, it's more expensive now. I heard stories, too, of, like, people going to, like, Chick-fil-A for two meals and paying, like, 50 or $60 or just crazy things. Um, so it's just not worth it, man. I mean, especially if you're on a budget, eating out is just out of the question for the most part. If I'm going to eat out, I want it to be yummy. I want to have, you know, filet. I want to have something good. And if I'm paying the money, it might as well pay the money and get something delicious and nutritious. Give me a good steak cooked perfectly with your chef's magic and some like Brussels sprouts and yummy 
delicious vegetables, good quality ingredients, and and you pay just a little bit more than just a fast food restaurant. That's that expensive. I'm not kidding. You get a full meal at a fast food chain. It's crazy. What did I? I got Mexican food for some of the people I work with, and it was like. I don't know. It's expensive, man. Just for basic shit, like not even getting drinks. I'm just like, this is wild. This blows my mind. Anyway, um, onward. Yeah, it's just retarded. And here's the thing. Here's the solution. Don't eat there. It's expensive. It's not nutritious. They talk about the uh, food ingredients costing more. Uh, to me, it's not food cost. It's also not just higher food costs. It's higher chemical costs. Let's be real. Those chemicals ain't cheap that they put in all those foods. Anyway, there's the solution. Don't eat it. Put that money elsewhere. Make something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Cost me 19 bucks for two ghost pepper whoppers at Burger King. I was pissed. They have ghost pepper whoppers. That's how they get people. That sounds good. That's how they get you. Luckily, there's no fast food in my town except Mickey D's and a damn subway, which I don't go there or there. So 19 bucks. Yikes. 19 bucks. All right onward let's see all right we're getting out of the health topic let's talk about some stuff let's talk about some things man all right <laughs> um we have some news the pentagon seeks this is infowars the pentagon seeks emp weapons to eliminate drone swarms Oh my gosh, the proposed EMP weapon would be able to neutralize drones with a directed EMP blast to, to damage the electric parts. It's a much cheaper solution than missiles that cost tens of thousands of dollars. So they're faced with uh, this threat of drone swarms. Missiles are too expensive and laser beams are a distant dream. The next best cost-effective weapon U.S. military officials are eyeing up could be EMP, electric, electromagnetic pulse weapons to counter drone, drone swarms. Drone swarms? Good God. What are we getting ourselves into? Could you imagine? Holy crap, that's a scary thing. If I have to hide from a freaking drone swarm in this weird dystopian reality we live in, I'm not going to be a happy camper. I am not prepared to take out a drone drone swarm. What if you're being targeted by a drone swarm? Jesus Christ. Oh. We had Tucker. Tucker has his own network now, the Tucker Carlson Network, and he was talking about UFOs. We talked about this last night, too. If you missed the Daily Dose... Last night's was definitely worth a watch. We had James Grundvig on with Josh and I. It was a good time. But let's listen to Tucker talk about this a little bit. This this is a question about a topic that cannot be classified because it is illegal. Um, but do you have any reason to believe that the U.S. government has hurt or killed anybody hmm. connected to these programs, American citizens? There were 
concerns, like I stated during the hearing of people um, that have espoused that to me. And of course, I brought some of those officers uh, to the inspector general, the intelligence committee inspector general, because I'm like, this is serious. And I'm like, here's, here's the law enforcement people you want to talk to, because I'm hands off. If that's true, you need to look into it. But the I allegation was murder. Uh, yes. And then physical harm. And I will say, well, I won't get into the specifics because it's part of my open investigation, you know, besides the administrative stuff. And I don't know, uh, it's an unknown entity to me. I do not know who did this, but their displeasure in me was made known in my personal life. And then, you know, it affected my wife and I, and I had to report that, uh, to a certain counterintelligence element and a certain law enforcement element, because right before I filed my whistleblower complaint, you know, I felt that. Uh, my life was in jeopardy. And that's what I was alluding to during the hearing, because, you know, we'll just say if you, when you come home and you see something, you know, uh, you made somebody unhappy. And I, to this day, I don't know who it was. Um, I don't think it was a foreign entity, but there is some element that I extremely angered. And I don't say that flippantly. I say that very seriously because I thought my life was in danger. You can't get into details because it's part of the investigation. It's part of the investigation. At some point, I'm happy to talk about it publicly. And also, as they say in the intelligence business, you don't acknowledge your tail. So I don't want to acknowledge some other things I've I've, I've noticed that maybe but it sounds like supposed to be known. You believe you've been surveilled and threatened. Oh, 100%. It was obvious to me. Very concerning. And the word is that Tucker also said he's been informed of things that he hasn't even told his wife things that are so disturbing when it comes to this ufo uap alien situation and we talked about that last night if you're curious as to what that is it goes back to eisenhower thank you for uh, chiller for following and uh i think that this ufo situation is very relevant in this whole picture this just broke 20 minutes ago. Another person died suddenly in Brazil. Brazilian gospel singer Pedro Henrique, uh, 30, 30 years old, collapses and dies during a live performance. Absolutely sad. I'm not going to play the video of him dying, but it's on the internet. Disclosed TV just posted it 20 minutes ago. Good God, man. Unbelievable. SL 1972. I cooked a pot roast yesterday, so tonight will be leftovers made into beef pot pie, and tomorrow will be barbecue beef sammies. Easy peasy. I made a I made a roast yesterday too, SL 1972. Great minds think alike. That's how you do it, man. You make a roast. So nutritious and delicious. You get your veggies, you get your meat, you get all that yummy broth. Hell yeah. Thank you, Jesus is my one savior. All right, let's see what else we got here. We have a little more time. And by the way, guys, I'm sorry I'm not getting into any politics and things this episode. Usually I try to fit in a little bit of everything. Um, I did not have as much time as I normally do to prepare for all this. I do have more. I do have a lot of notes. They're all out of order and stuff. So I do have political things on the board. And we could maybe, I don't think we'll get into it today. But 
tonight on the daily dose i definitely will definitely will be talking about some political things and whatnot so please tune in tonight at 5 30 p.m pacific time for the daily dose i'll be covering for josh i think i am well enough to do so and uh, it'll be a good time so tune in mm. but until then let's talk a little bit about this i do love peter stonge's videos that he puts puts out there um New Fed paper admits the malaise is real with 70% of young Americans stressed, stressed about the, their future and the economy at an age when their parents, even their grandparents, were buying a house, raising a family, and building skills to earn their retirement savings. Millions of young people are living hand, uh, hand to mouth, using their $200,000 degree to cobble together DoorDash gigs and Starbucks shifts complaining that they've been sold a bill of goods. That was FX Hedge responding to this video by Professor uh, Peter Stange. Sorry, Peter Stange, PhD. Uh, he's a professor. So let's hear what he has to say on this topic, which is important. It's a, it's a very sad situation we find ourselves in. And it just plays more into this psychological warfare and everything else, man. A new paper from the Chicago Fed admits that the American people are right. Things suck. As Energy mouthpiece Reuters put it, quote, the public's downbeat view of the economy is real. Reuters kicks off with a soulful ramble writing, quote, whether it's the collective trauma cited by the APA or the bad vibes noted by Internet analysts, there's been a clear break between the U.S. economy's performance and public attitudes about it. Thing is, now the Chicago Fed says the people are right. Paper by Jacob Herbstman and Scott Brave found that the traditional tight link between consumer and small business sentiment and between unemployment rates and wages all broke during COVID, with a plunge in the, quote, average level of optimism in the ensuing years. In short, lockdowns, inflation, and now stagflation have made Americans correctly worry about their future. This is beyond whatever statistical correlations may have been there in the past. To their credit, they identify a big part of that shift, the price level, as in not the year-to-year -year change in CPI, but what stuff actually costs and how that compares to wages. The fact that prices are so high, up 20%, even by official numbers, since Biden first stumbled through the West Wing, means life is now a lot harder than it was just a few years ago. And the fact that it is not getting worse as fast as it was last year isn't making it much better. So kicking the dog less hard does not actually solve the problem. They miss another factor, which is that one of the main economic indicators, the unemployment rate, is currently a mirage thanks to the 5 million Americans who dropped out of the labor force during COVID. Unlike people with actual jobs, people who are living on government benefits or running down their savings do not, in fact, have an optimism for the future. So what's next? Brought to you by Unchained. While media dismisses public malaise over rising prices and falling incomes as mass hallucination, the American people who actually live that reality are desperate. Survey responses find the number of Americans who are stressed about the economy is double what it was under Trump, rising to more than 70% of those below age 44. In recent videos I've talked about despondent millennials posting videos on TikTok wondering how people survive, and then retiring to their instant ramen with the roommates at an age their parents were already raising a family 
in a house they owned. As the Fed paper notes, these people are in their most productive period, when they're driven to compete, to work 60-hour work weeks, to build the skills that will in turn build up their life savings. If those people are instead stitching together DoorDash gigs with a couple shifts at Starbucks, they are not building anything, least of all a retirement. They will essentially spend their entire life living hand-to-mouth, never mind providing for a family. These next few years will be critical, both for the economy and for how they respond to it. If the past is a guide, whatever they do to fix it will most likely make it worse. <laughs> a little bit of reality there and uh, no hopium there from uh, Peter Stange. I had laughed when I heard about this. They were publishing articles like making it sound like because of the negative attitudes of the younger generation, the economy is doing worse than it actually should be was kind of the sentiment that they got from this data and how they were kind of putting it out there. Like it's our attitudes that are like the economy is shitty because you have a bad attitude. That's kind of how I took it. And I tweeted it kind of you know tongue in cheek, but that's basically what they're saying is that because of people's attitudes, it's actually kind of this, making the situation worse in a way, I guess. And uh, I like how they made the point of these are people's prime years that they're, they're, they're finding these struggles where typically you'd have people starting families and buying houses and their first property and homes and all this stuff. And, you know, advancing in their careers and putting in a lot of work and being highly motivated and starting businesses, all kinds of stuff. And they're, you know, living in their parents' basement, eating processed foods. Um, I think that it's a really hard situation to deal with, but we've got, we cannot be victims. You know, we've got to just keep doing our best and doing what we can. Um, that's the best thing I could say. And that's what I do. I mean, you know, you get dealt a shitty hand and you make the best of it, man. You don't, don't give up. It's an interesting concept there that people's attitudes are making the economy worse. Hmm. Thanks, Biden. Um, quite interesting, I will say. All right, y'all. I think we'll stop it there. <clears throat> I guess, why don't we look at the markets to end it? I'm curious. Um, markets just shot up at the end of the day yesterday and they continue to rise today quite a bit mortgage rates fall below seven percent for the first time in three months fed's trying to make it sound like everything's wonderful everything's great the economy's doing great we have a really solid plan nobody worry uh bitcoin's priced at um forty two thousand seven hundred and forty one dollars today gold's dropped back down to $2,052. Oh my gosh, actually it's gone up a lot today. $2,052. Silver's at $24.50. Oh my gosh, up almost 7% today. Holy cow, what is going on? Gold and silver at the end of the day yesterday just absolutely skyrocketed. Huh. Yikes. That very, very interesting. Anyway, folks, 
I'll see you again tomorrow. Thank goodness tomorrow's Friday, which means we're going to have a very special episode of Morning Coffee where we just laugh and joke and have a good time. So tune in tomorrow morning at the same bat place, same bat time for that. Our Friday funnies episode. I've got a lot of things saved up to share and laugh, joke, and and and, and enjoy with y'all tomorrow. So tune in tomorrow for that. Tonight we've got the daily dose at 5:30 p.m. I'm gonna be filling in for Josh, so please tune into that. I'd love to see you there. We'll talk about a little bit more. We'll get into the politics. We'll get into the world affairs. We'll get into the global conspiracy and all this. So please tune into that and the rest of the shows throughout the day. Please enjoy. Coming up after this, we'll have Naturally Inspired Podcast hosted by our friend Tammy. And so enjoy that. If you like the health topic and you like great interviews with guests and some well-informed feedback on the, on health, uh, tune into that. It's a good time on all the Red Pill channels. You can also find her at naturallyinspiredpodcast.com <clears throat> and find all those in the description of her show <clears throat> and support her. Uh, y'all, if you're interested in, uh, the mushroom supplements or any of our partners or sponsors, go to redpills.tv, our website, redpills.tv. And you can find all of our sponsors and links to get mushrooms and various things and check that out. All right. Thank you all for tuning in. I'll see you all soon. Take care. God bless and God speed. Try and bend the spoon. That's impossible. Only try to realize the truth. What truth? There is no spoon.